WNYC Studios is supported by Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Hey, it's Latif from Radiolab. Our goal with each episode is to make you think, how did I live this long and not know that? Radiolab, adventures on the edge of what we think we know. Listen wherever you get podcasts. Welcome to NYC Now, your source for local news in and around New York City from WNYC. It's Wednesday, December 6th. Here's the midday news from Lance Lucky. The MTA board is moving forward with plans to charge drivers $15 to enter Lower Manhattan under congestion pricing. In the vote this morning, nine members voted for the plan. Only one member appeared to vote against it, David Mack, the chair of the Bridge and Tunnel Committee, which will implement the new tolling program. He cited hardships on local businesses, as well as those driving to Midtown for work. The approval means the plan now goes through a 60-day comment period. The MTA hopes to begin implementing the plan in the spring. Television producer Norman Lear has died. Lear is credited with making TV topical in the 1970s with his sitcom All in the Family, set in Queens. It starred Carol O'Connor as diehard conservative Archie Bunker, who clashed with his liberal son-in-law over racism, feminism, and the Vietnam War. Lear appeared on WNYC in 2016 and reflected on the struggles to get the show on the air after CBS insisted on running a disclaimer at the beginning. It just warned people that uh, seeing something they recognize as taking place in their families or up the street, across the street from each other, uh, that that might upset them. Lear, who was 101, also founded the nonprofit liberal advocacy group People for the American Way. The NYPD is investigating after a fiery crash involving a Lamborghini killed a 21-year-old woman in Manhattan Monday night. Police say a 22-year-old man was driving the car when it hit a Hyundai Elantra, then slammed into an elevated subway pillar on 213th Street and 10th Avenue in Inwood. The Daily News reports witnesses say the Lamborghini was fleeing after officers tried to stop the car for running a red light. The driver was hospitalized in critical condition and is in police custody. His passenger died at the scene. The Elantra's driver was also hospitalized in stable condition. 40 degrees now, around 42 with clouds this afternoon. This is WNYC. When you see actor Danielle Brooks on the red carpet at the Oscars, she will be in full glamour and in grief. I've been with Sophia for so long. And I just know, like, after the Oscars, that chapter is really done. And that saddens me. I'm Kai Wright, a star of The Color Purple, honors the role that shaped her career. Next time on Notes from America. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. On WNYC, I'm David First. An ongoing lawsuit filed by women who have worked as New Jersey State Police troopers alleges entrenched sexism and racism in the department's ranks. Now, the Federal Justice Department is looking into allegations of gender bias and racial discrimination among the New Jersey State Police. That's according to new reporting from the New York Times. Tracy Tully covers New Jersey for the Times, and she joins us now to talk about her findings. Uh, Tracy, according to your reporting, the federal government began investigating the New Jersey State Police after a lawsuit was filed by these 
female troopers, three former troopers and one still on the force. Can you talk about the details of the suit? That's right. Uh, they have, they filed this suit in 2021, but it was amended uh, this year. And it's one of close to two dozen lawsuits filed by current and former troopers. They basically describe situations where it was very difficult to to reach the upper echelons to the top command posts of the state police. Hmm. Now, these accusations eventually led to a meeting between uh, the DOJ, state troopers, and community leaders earlier this year. What happened at that meeting? That's right. Well, as described to me by four people who attended the meeting, um, just to make clear justice, has not discussed this publicly, nor did it discuss it with me. But I think they had sent a letter that laid out their concerns about employment practices at the state police, which has somewhat of a long history of trouble in that department. And they asked basically for another set of eyes to take a look at their concerns. And I believe they sent the letter in July and in September, I think it was late September, September 19th, justice folks came and met with roughly a dozen people. There were people that traveled from justice and then they joined the U.S. attorney in New Jersey, um, who has also not spoken publicly about this. Mm. Um, And they discussed their concerns. The contents of what was discussed was something that each person I talked with said they didn't feel comfortable disclosing, but basically referred me to the letter that it sent that said basically that was the nature of the conversation. Has the New Jersey State Police responded to your reporting at all? It has not. It The State Police in Jersey is essentially overseen or controlled by the Attorney General's office, and it referred all questions to the Attorney General's office. Now, one incident described in the suit involves Governor Phil Murphy's wife, Tammy Murphy, who was also running for a U.S. Senate seat. What is this uh, claim and how has Murphy responded? That's right. Um, And that is part of what was amended in May because the situation happened just this past January. There was a young trooper who had returned from her having her second child, uh, according to the lawsuit. And she she was part of this elite team of troopers who are assigned to cover to protect the governor, his family. And you know, they're stationed in this trailer, you know, outside the governor's private home, just which has always been the case. And I guess her supervisor took it upon himself to ask the first lady, according to the lawsuit, um, whether this trooper, Claire Krauchuk, could express breast milk in like a carriage house on the family's property um, in Red Bank. And the answer, according to the lawsuit, was that she got was that no, um, based on the optics of who of other people that might be in the in the building in this carriage house, that she declined the request. Now she has since initially they they have not addressed the specific allegation, but Mrs. Murphy has said that you know any characterization that she would not be completely supportive of breastfeeding moms or expressing uh, breast milk was, quote, categorically false. But they have not 
talked about this with me and nor have they addressed the specific allegation. Uh, these claims of bias uh, in the New Jersey State Police are not new. In fact, a, a law firm hired by the Attorney General's office has been looking into allegations of discrimination at the State Police for years now. Where does that inquiry currently stand? That's a very good question. Um, they've paid close to a half million dollars to this firm. Much, Many of the payments have were like in 2020, 2021. Hmm. So it does lead you to the question of like, you know, what happened? And they claim that it will, it's still underway. And that Hmm. once the report or the assessment is ready, it will be released publicly. Okay. Tracy Tully is a New York Times reporter covering New Jersey. Tracy, thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thanks for listening. This is NYC Now from WNYC. Catch us every weekday, three times a day, for your top news headlines and occasional deep dives. And subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. More soon.